This is Off the Pitch, episode number four. I'm Steven Anderson, host of Off the Pitch. In today's episode, we will be discussing San Antonio FC's 2-1 victory over St. Louis FC. Fans will be sounding off on their thoughts on the game. And of course, we will be previewing this weekend's match as San Antonio FC heads to Los Angeles to face LA Galaxy 2. So please enjoy this episode of Off the Pitch. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or whenever you're listening to this, welcome to the show, everybody. And we're going to kick things off a little bit tonight differently. We're going to go ahead and start with hashtag sound off as fans sent in their thoughts on SAFC's 2-1 victory over St. Louis FC. And there were a lot of comments. So let's get right to them, shall we? The first one comes in from Chris H. at Darkane, who says, main thoughts from the first half. Uh, Ever Guzman look isolated and the defense still needs a lot of work. Um, I would have to agree with that because, you know, on part of actually two of those parts and one I do agree with one I am like you know what let's hold off on the jury here and see what happens the defense does need work but you have to remember you're missing two of your key defenders which is Mr. Greg Cochran and Mr. Stephen McCarthy two of the top players on the defensive side of the ball for SAFC and whenever you're missing your top two players of course you're going to look funky I mean look at the Spurs for example they're without Kawhi Leonard other times they're without LaMarcus Allridge, and they look a little clunky as well. So the defensive side, I say wait until there's a full team together, and then we're just going to have to see how they look. But as of how the team looks right now defensively, I do agree. Through two games, SAFC has conceded three goals. Um, they did not do that at all last season until like maybe a month or month and a half into the season. So, you know, it looks a little bit interesting from that end for SAFC. As for uh, Ever Guzman, I did my three standout players and in the quote unquote bad section, I put Ever's name in there, not because he's been a bad player, but because of the fact that you're right, he is isolated. He hasn't been involved in these two games for San Antonio. So it comes to those areas where he really does need to buckle down and really just get things going and try to find his own group. Because like I said before, it's only a matter of time before teams around the league figure out, okay, Mikey Lopez and Chris Tierpak. You know, those two guys are the scorers right now for SAFC through two games. And it's only going to be a while until teams figure that out. When they do figure that out, it's going to be a little bit of a repeat of last season where SAFC could not score the could not score the ball. And it's going to come to a point where they need to score. So Ever Guzman definitely does need to get into it. Our second comment comes from Adam at AdamMan91 on Twitter, he says losing Ibiega is going to hurt until we get some defensive consistency built up. Getting Mikey is an improvement offensively and defensively over the last year. I do have to agree with that. Um, Mikey Lopez is a very good uh, player. Obviously, he earned the USL uh, Team of the Week honors. Um, Chris Tierpak was named to the bench this week, but Lu Mikey Lopez obviously is one of the better players for San Antonio right now on both sides of the ball. Uh, obviously, he is the leading goal scorer for this team. <laughs> it's only been two games, but he has two goals in two games. Does Mikey um, losing IBI? Of course it hurts, but again, defensive consistency for this, cl this club is very, very important when you look down the line of who they're going to be playing considering Los Angeles this weekend is a team that's also going through their own stuff right now, trying to find out who they are. SAFC could possibly come away with one, uh, one, either a tie one, one draw or come away with all three points at the end of the week. We don't know yet, but right now 
you know, San Antonio do, and I think fans kind of really just don't either look at it or try not to really think about it. But SAFC was actually a fingertip save away against Sacramento from coming home with a point and then possibly having four points in total right now. So three points in three out of a possible six points um, for SAFC is pretty good. I will take that. Uh, honestly, I really would. Um, but yeah, losing Ibiega does hurt. But again, right now this team is without two of their best defenders and it's going to be very interesting to see how they really go around it here. Um, Aaron Rate or Rate Reet, uh, I'm not sure how I'm pronouncing that. I do apologize if I am mispronouncing that. Uh, they wrote, backline looks amazingly soft. Would like to see Cardoni start. Mikey Lopez, Tierpak, Guadarrama, and Guzman were impressive. And then he comments about the referees. I'm not going to touch that last one. But um, as for the backline looking soft, I would agree about that. You know, it does look a little bit soft because of the fact that the, these guys are still figuring each other out, remember. They're still figuring each other out, where they're going to be on the pitch, where they're going to be, you know, in a corresponding formation. Uh, look at, for example, look at the first goal, the Saint, the only goal, I should say, that St. Louis scored on Saturday. You know, we had uh, Rodrigo Restrepo was out of place. And because of the defense, he thought that there was going to be a man picking up defensively there. And unfortunately, when there wasn't, it was just uh, one of those situations where it just didn't work out very well. You know, it was a guy with the net was wide open. And when, by the time Diego got back in, in, into four, into a place, the goal was already in the back of the net. The ball was already in the back of the net. So the thing is this. Look at the facts that defensively it's a new group. They're going to have to learn how to play with Diego. Diego has to learn how to play with them on that side of the ball. So... The back line is looking a little soft right now, and I do agree, but it's going to come with time. And you honestly would rather have these defensive issues now at the beginning of the season rather than late when you're trying to either get into the playoffs or trying to get your positioning in the in the conference. So I do agree with that. Uh, as for the second point, would like to see Cardoni start. I don't agree with that one so much because, again, it's only been two games. The first game, Diego looked very much out of place. He looked a little bit shell-shocked. I mean, the guy is the reigning goalkeeper of the year for 2017, guys. I would not, and a heartbeat would not even think about taking him out of the lineup right now. I know that there's been some talk on that on Twitter recently in the past couple of days, uh, especially after the win on Saturday. There was some talk about getting Diego out of the starting spot and getting a Cardoni in. Well, I do not agree with that because it's only been a two games. And through two games, Diego has looked pretty impressive. Uh, it, and I actually made Diego one of my standout players on Saturday because of the key saves he made to preserve the three points for San Antonio. His biggest save came in the 72nd minute where he stopped uh, one of St. Louis's players right there, like on the doorstep, to keep three points in. So San Antonio right now, I want to make some points about this. Their back line and their defense overall does not look very good. That is true. However, take into consideration the players that are out, guys have to get some chemistry going, and I do believe that that's going to happen over time. You really can't just sit here and, and pile on this team when they're not even a full team as of yet. Um, you know, Coach Powell said a great in post game. He's like, you know what? We're, we're, we're working. We're working right now. We're getting things going. We're, guys are going to have to get chemistry as the games go on, and that is the truth. Guys will have to develop chemistry. When they do develop chemistry, it's going to be one of those situations where, you know, they'll eventually start winning games and looking like SAFC of old. But Coach Powell has a problem that you want to have. 
you want to have a lot of options and putting guys in there that you think will, will spark this team he is exactly what he did. He moved Connor Presley into that starting position on Saturday. So that was a very good move for, for Powell there. And like I said, he, he has a, a lot of depth on this team. It's insane. Once this team is fully healthy, 100%, I do think that we're going to see this team do something very, very special. But they're going to have to hold the ship down, hold the fort down until they have a healthy team. Because right now, I like how they're playing overall through two games. I'm honestly, one and one, I will take it. I was one and one is better than 0-2 at this point. So now getting into the other parts of this one here, these questions here. Uh, June Sellers on Twitter at Red Birds Junkie said, Connor, uh, number one, Connor beating the defender to get his cross into the box on the first goal gets more credit from me. Um, St. Louis wasn't that good. Gordon would have had himself a night, in my opinion. Hashtag McCarthy Watch 2018. Not sure if general SAFC fans know how good Coach Powell is. Um, okay, so that's a lot <laughs> to take in here. So I'm going to go in here and just kind of touch on a few points. Connor Presley has been fantastic these first two games. Let's just go with that. Uh, he has been very, very good on both sides of the ball. Um, the the fact that on that first goal was impressive. You know, it was just very, very impressive to me. The way he found Mikey for that first goal um, when he found Mikey, the ball went to tear pack, then to Mikey for the goal. And that was very impressive. I mean, the guy is only 19 years old and he's only going to get better. And if this is his first real quote unquote breakout season for this guy, it's going to be one of those seasons where he's going to be doing something very special. Uh, Gordon would have had himself a night. You know, that is probably true. I, I did make Omar Gordon my one of my standout players on opening night in Sacramento. You know, the guy really does play very well on both sides of the ball, and I do think he would have had himself a night. But also, you want to have a guy like Gordon come off the bench as well to be that spark of energy, particularly now for this team. You know, you, you want to see some guys really get some sparks going, get some some uh, consistency for this club. And whenever there's going to be consistency, that's only going to be good things for San Antonio. So I do really feel that Gordon, it depends on the matchups, obviously. It depends on who they're playing, but Gordon is a very good player, whether he's starting or whether he's coming off the bench. It's going to be interesting to see how Coach Powell plays it. So next one is hashtag McCarthy was 2018. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're all waiting to see Stephen McCarthy, but I know he was injured in preseason. He has an injury in training that he was dealing with. So and, and now Greg Cochran does as well. So um, like I said, the, going back to what I said earlier, the defense is going to just have to be a work in progress until those guys get fully healthy. Now, going on to the last point that this person made, uh, not sure general SAFC fans know how good Coach Powell is. I do have to think so. You know, Coach Powell is a very solid coach. Um, he is a very good coach. He, he looks at the greater picture and the, and the details of it. So I do enjoy that aspect of it myself. So to see him doing the things he's doing and, you know, just to to kind of I've seen some people on Twitter kind of dogging coach Powell a little bit over the last few uh, couple days and I, I don't agree with that part of it because remember SAFC really made a stand for themselves last season when they went to the, to the conference semifinals and lost in penalty kicks to uh, OKC so to see coach Powell getting bagged on a little bit is not something I necessarily enjoy and I don't I like the guy he's a great person uh, whether he's talking to you as a media member or talking to you just as a as a a human being. The guy is just a very nice guy, and I do feel he's going to be a very good coach for this team. I mean, he's already proved it. It's season three for him, but this season could be one of those seasons where he breaks out. 
next one from Royce the Voice uh, at six underscore tweet under. <laughs> nice hashtag. Um, he wrote Seth as a back uh, backup fullback is sketchy. The cross that turned into St. Louis's goal was on him. Center backs weren't great, but they grew into the game. Point number two. Switching Ryan Rochando 11 and Mikey Lopez 5 as 6 and 10 was different between this week and last. Way too many yellow cards already in 2018. Okay, so we're going to go into that one a little bit here. Seth as a backup is sketchy. Uh, okay, so Seth uh, is not a true fullback, you know. I mean, coming away from his uh, his history with uh, the switchbacks, you know, the guy was a goal scorer. And now he's being asked to play something that's out of his position a little bit, which I do kind of get because it's a situation where you want to have, you want to have that little, little issue going on there. But... Um, you know, the thing is, we're looking at for a lot going here is, you know, you want to have those, we need these moments type of moments. And Seth does provide those. Center backs in general were great, or the other point this person made, they grew into the game. That's the thing. You're going to see a lot of quote unquote growing into the game as this season progresses because, you know, like I said, a lot of these guys are going to be where the ball is, where, where the plays are going to be happening. And for them to be making those those decisions and those really just pushing things in and the center backs really have to just kind of buckle down because defensively San Antonio will have to rely on their defense. And of course, I guess I coach Powell is a defensive first coach, but he is going to have to realize uh, not Powell, but I mean, uh, Seth is going to have to realize that it's going to be a work in progress for him as well. He's not used to playing that position either, but he's going to have to, unfortunately. So it's going to just, all hands on deck right now while we're going to have some guys out. All hands on deck for San Antonio. And we're just really going to have um, to really buckle down. So we'll see how things go. That's the last part. Way too many yellow cards in 2018. Uh, that one is going to be... I'm not going to touch that one so much. But I, all I will do is I will say I agree. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. So those are all the comments. Let me, make, let me double check here on Off the Pitch's uh, Twitter account to refresh here and see if there's any more comments coming in from you guys. Uh, we're going to go here to refresh this real quickly. Let's see if there is. So thank you guys for all those comments. I definitely do appreciate that. And thank you all, of course, for listening to the show. As always, every week, your comments are always welcome. So now uh, San Antonio FC goes on to face LA Galaxy 2. And they will go. this is their second time Sorry, their second road match of the season. Um, now, previewing this real quickly, I, if you're listening to this on Thursday, uh, Aaron Mar Marvel has dropped the six-pointer preview uh, where he talks to Chris Heibel from LA Galaxy uh, to kind of get things uh, you know, from an LA perspective of this. So, But we're going to let you guys read that article for yourselves. It is a really good article, so I really do hope that you guys... Uh, really go in there and listen to it uh, or read it. Sorry. So I really do hope so. So here's what, uh, going into this preview. First of all, LA has not picked up a win yet coming into this game. LA only has one point on the season. SAFC has three going in two matches against LA. Santana FC has drawn both times with Los Angeles. The all time record for San Antonio is one, two and one against as both teams won have won once at Toyota Field. The last time out, San Antonio earned a 1-1 draw in September of 2017 against LA in Los Angeles. 
Then San Antonio captain Michael Reed scored an unassisted goal for SAFC in the closing minutes to earn the point for San Antonio. Now, uh, coming into this one, San Antonio FC is 1-0-1. One win, zero draws, and one loss. Galaxy 2 is 0-1-1. So this game will be taking place, obviously, in the StubHub Center in Los Angeles. And San Antonio really has to have a very good um, matchup here for San Antonio. They really have to buckle down here and kind of just get things on their perspective really shining. So San Antonio is going to have to be smart with it. Los Angeles is struggling themselves to really uh, get the football going and score on their side. So LA, while they're struggling, San Antonio is struggling defensively as well. So it's going to be interesting for both teams to really see. If San Antonio can come home with at least a point out of this one, uh, to make it uh, four points for them on the season, I think it's a, considered a victory. But at the same time, you know, you're still only three games in and you're going to take every point you can right now. But you would like to get all three, obviously. But against the LA team that is still trying to find their identity, I think it is perfectly set up for San Antonio to come and get all three. The reason I say that is because look who they're facing when they come back to Toyota Field, guys. It's going to be Swope Park, and Swope Park is undefeated through their first two matches. So that part is going to be obviously winging the back of SAFC's mind. Maybe, maybe not. But for fans and everyone who likes to look at all that stuff really early, San Antonio is going to have to be a work in progress defensively on the defensive side of the ball. For San Antonio, they're, they're going to want to see if they can get Ever Guzman really going in this game because Ever Guzman is going to be the new leading scorer for this team. I did predict that at the beginning of the season. But Chris Tierpak obviously got going with his first goal of the season on Saturday. I would like to see him get, get into a rhythm a little bit. Uh, obviously, Mikey Lopez has stuff going for him right now. And then, of course, you have the man that everyone knows as Mr. Ever Guzman. You have Chris Tierpak and Mikey Lopez. Those three, I think, could be a really good scoring tandem for San Antonio. So San Antonio goes into Los Angeles to face LA Galaxy 2. The kickoff will be on at 5.30, and you can watch the game, of course, on YouTube. Red Black 90 will be doing their best to tweet out their stuff as well. We'll have our recap of three standout players. But before I forget, guys, you need to go over and you got to check out Aaron Marvel's stuff there on redblack90.com. He has a really good uh, piece uh, where he kind of goes really deep into detail over uh, SAFC's first two matches of the season. You guys can go there and read that right now. He has a 6 Pointer preview up as well right now. Previewing the game in LA against LA in depth, really in depth with a member of the LA Galaxy media there. So definitely go and check that one out as well. But you know, right now San Antonio, like I said, there's a lot of I'm not gonna say panic going on amongst this team, but there's a lot of stuff really happening to make people think, oh well, this team may not be as good as they were last year, or you know, this team is gonna be struggling a little bit. I mean, it's it's only two games in. You really have to just really think about it, get things going on both sides of the ball first before you can really sit there and judge. And again, I mean, let me put this into perspective for you guys and really look at who was out for San Antonio on Saturday. One, your top two players, Stephen McCarthy and Greg Cochran, were out defensively for San Antonio. So that's the first part. People wondering about the defense, that is your answer right there. That is why they are struggling so much defensively because look who was hurt for them. You had two guys who were really hurting right there, and that's one. The other one is Cesar Elizondo. 
the other he's also hurting uh, all three players have a lower body injury so those three are really going to be going and that does hurt a little bit Cesar might take a little bit more time uh, is what I've heard from several people but um, again nobody really knows because San Antonio does keep the injury news close to the chest and I do understand why so that is also ma some major news as well but for right now San Antonio really just has to get things flowing defensively first because if you look at the first two matches, one thing that they've done is they've conceded the opening goal twice in the first two matches. Literally, not even kidding, three minutes into the game on Saturday, they can they can see the first goal. Then in L in Sacramento, they they can see the first goal right before halftime. So that's the one thing I would be concerned if I'm an SAFC fan is you don't want to see your team conceding goals, particularly not ones this early. You know that's one thing I would be worried about. But if San Antonio goes into this and either comes out with a point or maybe all three, and they don't concede the first goal, I think that might be a sign towards San Antonio's quote-unquote recovery to better defense. You do not, I'm not saying they're going to get a clean sheet or anything, but you want to see San Antonio jump ahead early. But one thing, I'm not going to say it's a sign of things to come for San Antonio, but if you look at San Antonio's first two games, they had, let's just say, they had an issue where they fell down and they came back and, and, and made a game of it. For Sacramento's game, Sacramento went up 2-0. SAFC came back with Lopez's goal in the, in the second half to make it a 1-2 game. And then on Saturday... They went down early 1-0. Lopez and Tirpak score the next two goals to give SAFC the win. So the first two games, you see San Antonio making mistakes early, coming back, and coming back harder. And thus, the first two games of this season. And that might just be the defining moment for San Antonio through the first month or so till they get things really figured out. Remember, the season started in March, and it's going to be going until, I believe, October. So... You know, those right there, those situations there, this team is not going to be this. What you see right now is not going to be the team in October. They're going to be a completely different team. So if they can buckle down and just kind of think it, think it over and kind of get things set on both sides of the ball, this team could be very, very good. So we're going to leave it there for now, but we do want to thank you all for listening tonight. Thank you guys so much for that. Uh, before I do get out of here, I do want to remind you to head over to Project Spurs Network dot com for news on san antonio fc the san antonio rampage spurs uh wrestling uh texas football high school football and more and of course women's college basketball all news under one hub for san antonio sports and of course sports in general also we have some a new site called socal sports the southern sports southern california sports chronicles where we preview california news and california sports and things like that so go over and check that out as well it's definitely one to watch and definitely one to be listening to and to be watching out for so for all of you guys thank you uh, one thing i do want to get out of here before i do say this is um san Antonio fc is going to be a very good team so don't sit there and think that they won't be um as always, I do want to ask you guys this on the uh, for the next podcast next week, which would be to keep an eye out for some news. We're going to have some polls running on our sites as well, on our Twitter accounts. So I do want you guys to go follow go follow Aaron Marvel at Captain Marv on Twitter. Follow the show, uh, The Pitch Pod, off the pitch on Twitter. 
You can follow Red Black 90, RB90 Football, and you can follow myself, Stephen Anderson, the, at the Stephen A underscore on Twitter. And of course, like I keep saying, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat is the handle for all three it will be the same. I'll be posting uh, after every home game that I'm there. I'll be posting some uh, quick up to the minute news and recaps for San Antonio uh, as well. So be sure to head over to redblack90.com for all of your Spurs, or Spurs, for all of your SAFC news, uh, notes, and more. But until it is getting a little rainy here, so uh, we're going to end this podcast a little early in case the lights go out, we lose internet. So until uh, next week, we will say so long, stay dry, stay safe, and we'll talk to you next time on Off the Pitch. So long, everybody.